start the party. You're listening to All Favorites Radio Show. Keep it up. Are you going to be a lion or a sheep? The king of the jungle or another insignificant number in the herd? A leader or a follower? Do you even lift? Do you even lift? Do you even grind? It ain't been easy. An epic rocky road. In the toughest of moments. Flipped on beast mode. Now it is different. Now it's my day. Rise up. Grind out. I will find a way. The easiest thing to do is give up. The hardest thing is to keep going when the chips are down. To keep pushing when things are hard. Oh yeah, it's easy to put on the happy face when everything is going well. What about when you are facing pain, defeat, failure? What have you got inside? Have you got the strength to carry on? Do you have the will to fight back? Body screams no more. Soul says cut the chitter chatter. I came to live and grow. Nothing else matters. You've been wrong before, body. You said I had limitations. Till I pushed you past them and exceeded expectations. Now I'm telling you something. It's time to push. It's time to grow. It's time to unleash my friend. His name is Beast Mode. You see, everyone wants to be a beast. That is, until it comes time to do what real beasts do. Real beasts work harder than anyone else. They rise earlier. They go down later. They push harder. They give more, and they get more. Real beasts don't take shit from nobody. Please forgive me, Jim, for I will abuse this iron. I flipped the switch, now you sound the siren. Begging and clinging, dominate this day. Ultimately gone, better than yesterday. You are not doing anyone any favors by dropping down to the level of the average human. You do not want average. You are anything but average. It's time for discipline, sacrifice, and determination. No more will I settle. Nothing short of domination. Focus. Focus. Time to grow. Unreasonably strong. Unreasonably dedicated. Unreasonably committed. Hustle harder. Be better than your competition. You better bet your ass there are people out there trying to take your spot. Work harder. If they do 10, you do 11. If they get up at 6, you get up at 5. Are you going to be a lion or a sheep? The king of the jungle or another insignificant number in the herd? A leader or a follower? A respected boss or slave to a boss? You see, a sheep is someone who expects the things he wants to be given to him. A lion is someone who goes out and hunts for the things he wants. You are the captain of your fate, the master of your soul, the boss of your dreams, the king of your goals. You can have, be, and do anything. You just gotta believe. One day will be your day, then you will achieve. I am machine, I am beast. On this iron, I will feast. The truth is, I know within my heart, I have what it takes. Many have come before me with less and achieved more. Many have reached the peak of success. And now, now it's my turn. Machine, beast, iron, 
Beautiful listeners, 
and how are you all doing out there in all flavors land that was the sounds right there of ladisi featuring jaheen and stay together that is such an amazing track we love it love it love it love it i am wimbo seven seven and i am oh i am kjv awesome so yes um at the top of the hour we had beast mode also and we are just giving a big shout out to everyone right there in the chat room everyone on tune in everyone on tiktok all the worldwide crew as well as all of you silent listeners out there hi kjb how are you doing as good you's good as good and what's that mean you's good as good it was a good beautiful day 22 degrees in london london sun is... was shining mm. it was really really for for an october day it was fantastic i was thinking that as well because it is october right yeah can't believe we're in october it's, it's fantastic weather i very grateful such a good day such a lovely day and i know as well it is black history month too isn't it Mm -hmm. black history month is right here upon us beautiful listeners and wow it's yeah like you said a wonderful day what is our question for the the evening kjb would you get rid of your colonial name and return to your original one if you could Okay, so that's a question that was posed. It was a question actually that was asked by my cousin Sharona. And Sharona, we are answering this question today because it is something that we've actually spoken about as well, isn't it, on the show before KJB? In the sense that we've spoken about it regards um, African countries reverting back to the original name. Mm, mm. Um, So we 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 touched on it briefly but it's been about countries but now we're the, the question is about us as individuals isn't it I, i'm assuming That's so how right. do we feel about um if we if if we could mm. if we could retrace our history and find the original name that that was 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 handed down yeah um would we take that on isn't it so would you do that and that's something we're going to look at a little bit later on beautiful listeners because it has been, it is a question that I was asked to speak on and to put towards you all too, because maybe you've thought about it, maybe you haven't thought about it, but if you have, well, we're going to speak about it tonight. We are most definitely going to be talking about, would you get rid of your colonial name and return to the original one? And I'm sure I can find a show that we've done in the past regarding how we can actually go about doing this we can probably touch on that as well right kjb yeah because there's some people out there that might be because we're putting the question it's something people have thought about mm. but just never really it's never really come to the fore yeah so kjb what we're talking about right now is supporting our children's health okay so this is something that's come up and i was so struck because we know that the summer's come and it's gone and families, we've all had that kind of rest, although I still feel mm. like I need a holiday right now. Holiday from the holiday. But there's this paediatric consultant, Dr. Kilali Ominu Ivbota. Mm-hmm. He's from Essex and he tells us it's also a perfect time to think about our children's health and well-being. And it's interesting when they say um, health and well-being, thinking about these things, because we are talking about our children. Mm -hmm. 
And what is one of the first things um, which is actually on the rise as well? What is it? Well, uh, I know, is it child obesity? Or measles. Oh, measles. Oh, yes. sorry. I, I've, I, I had the wrong, the wrong in inclination as to the question, I think. Oh, okay. So we're talking about our children's health supporting our children's health and there are a few topics or few subjects or headings should we say in regards to watching out for things that we need to watch out within oh, our children i understand think yeah i understand now yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. sorry okay. about that no 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 no. it was me it was me it was yeah me. so number one is watch out for measles because measles is actually on the on the rise mm. yeah measles is on the rise and yeah Take care. The little ones are going home now. Take care, children. We'll see you soon. We'll see you soon. So watch out for measles. So even though schools um, were closed during the summer, it's quite interesting because our youngsters, what did they catch? Chicken pox. <laughs> they had chicken pox. And that was literally two weeks out of school. So I knew that they had to have caught it from there, mm. the chicken pox from there. But here we're talking about measles. So children can become unwell, very unwell from measles, can't they, um, KJ? Well, yeah, because it says one in five, isn't it? One Ooh. in five children can become seriously ill and end up in hospital needing like further treatment. Mm. So, the, the, you know, it's it's something to think about. If you've got, obviously, and we, we, obviously with schools, young children going to schools, mm. they're in a, a group setting. They're in a group setting when they're going to the playground, a group setting when they go and have lunch. Mm. So, you know airborne viruses or or, or or bacteria is rife and it? it's highly contagious as well mm, so they said mm. nine out of ten children um that are uh unvaccinated mm. they'll catch it if they come in close contact but that's quite interesting if it said nine out of ten children if they're unvaccinated that they can catch measles if they come into contact and like they're saying it is quite a serious illness or what would you call it is is it a disease measles measles yeah yes it is it's, it's, i would say it's yeah because if you can okay. catch something it's more of a, is it would you say it's a disease or an illness and i think it's more of a disease isn't it mm. yeah lack of lack of like it's similar it's like a virus yeah. but a virus is slightly different but i would say that's a that's more yeah, measles is more dizzy. dizzy. But they're saying that yeah. it can actually lead to things such as thought. pneumonia meningitis and sepsis as well. Yes. Mm. And you know, sepsis can kill. And it says it normally starts with cold-like symptoms as well. Like flu-like so, flu -like symptoms. Yeah. So it's like more of a virus then. Because flu, flu, when you think of flu it's and cold, colds. It's, it's cold. It's with cold-like symptoms, not flu. Well, cold is more of a vi viral, bacterial. Yeah. 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 It's more bacterial. It's so amazing how. It's just, it's just different things can. No. Yeah, yeah, no, no, diff different things can start off differently. Like you got virus, bacteria, you got droplets. There's different ways in which something can start. So it's interesting to, with measles, it's it's it, it starts it, off it, like it, a common it's cold. like a common cold, isn't it? One thing they've not been able to, <clears throat> what's the word? Cure is a common cold, isn't it? Well, because it's different strains. Ah, oh, that's that's the reason why. And that's right. And they are sort of um, diseases or viruses or these mm. kinds of things. Mm. So measles can start with these cold-like symptoms like high temperature, runny nose, blocked nose, sneezing and coughing. And then obviously the rash will follow a few days later. So mm. 
and measles is on the rise it is on the rise so be very careful about that what about protecting a family against serious illnesses then well they talk about vaccines but Mm. i'm not 100 percent with vaccines i understand there are some vaccines that children do need Mm. like smallpox measles so there's certain certain injections when you you know chicken pox. So there's certain inve- I don't know if they get injections against chicken pox. I'm not sure about that one. Mm. But there are certain vi- um, injections that they get to help protect them, I, which I do understand. But I don't know if I agree with all of them. Yeah, and I, I obviously would say that if you're going to vaccinate your children to do the research, and then mm. obviously it's down to the parents to make the choice. Same with the whole COVID vaccine as well, wasn't it? So um, vaccines, they say they can protect people from life-changing illnesses or diseases. But yeah, just think about um, and research before you do it. And then fair enough, that's something that you can do to protect your children. If, if you feel that's fit or there's natural remedies, it's totally down to the parents, really. Isn't it what they choose to do? Yeah, because yeah, I agree with you, but because with the MMR vaccine, which is mm. rubella, rubella M- measles, mumps, mm. um, that's given to children, isn't it? Your child normally gets that. Mm. All children, all children normally get that. Um, so that's one that will come up anyway, because they're polio, not, yeah, polio, polio, yeah, polio. Well, so all these things will come up. Mm. And nine times out of ten, as a parent, you'd possibly allow your children to have it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but as I said, you, you, it's good to do a little bit of research as well. Um, next <clears throat> point is to keep a check on changes in mood and behaviour mm. of mm. our youngsters. And this now is going into not so much the physical health, but the mental health of our youngsters. So it's important to acknowledge if something doesn't feel right with our children's mental health and well-being, that we... This can affect our children's mood. It can affect their behaviour. And, you know, if something seems unusual, encourage them to share how they're feeling. And what's the most important things, if we're asking our children to share how they're feeling, what do we need to do? You've got to make time. Mm. Best time is meal time, really. Be yeah. prepared to listen as well. You know what I mean? You, 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 and it's difficult for children these days because sometimes they don't open up because of peer pressure. Mm. Um, we know there's there are a lot of issues now with youngsters with the online stuff as well so it's not just face to face that they might um, get challenged mm. um, regarding who they are but also like online now so they, they're getting it from all angles isn't it so it's important to, to if your children do talk to you please take time like any good parent you know to listen and like you said there, KJB, technology can be a bit of a mm. hindrance. So why don't you make meal times a time where there's no technology, no, you know, TV goes off and that everyone can sit around the table and really have good focused conversation, you know, without distractions, because we know that the iPad or the TV and all these kind of things can be a distraction. And also it makes a point of keeping gadgets away from the bedroom as well. So that youngsters get enough sleep, the needed sleep that they need. Mm. So, yeah, I think that's important because, mm. especially with online presence as well, you know, things can be hacked. Mm. They can end up talking to people that are not necessarily who they say they are. So, yeah, I think that's very important to keep an eye on that. But like you said, there's times when gadgets should be put away. 
Absolutely. Like, has, if, 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 you know, just to keep, because we did discuss, we've, again, we've touched on this before mm-hmm. uh, about um, gadgets and online bullying and o- online, like, grooming. It's, there's so much going on. Um, yeah. So I think it's that's a very impor- important point. As a parent, we need to be, um, uh, you know, visually aware of how much time our What's children are on? spending Absolutely. on gadgets. And we're going to put mm. uh, the link, beautiful listeners, into the chat box. It's a, a group called Young Minds. So they said you can feel, t- as much as youngsters can feel free to talk to teachers or trusted adult, a friend, they can actually get advice as well from a, a company called, or an organisation, should I say, called um, youngminds.org UK. So we've put that into the chat box, beautiful listeners. So do come and join us inside the chat room right here at www.allflavorsradio.com and be a part of the conversation. Come and see what we're talking about as well. So tonight we are speaking about how we can protect our youngsters or supporting our children's health. And we've spoken of watching out for measles because that is on the uprise, protecting our family against serious disease, as well as keeping a check on the change in their mood and their behaviour. So when it comes to their mood and behaviour, going back to school, because we do not know what our children are facing every time we send them out outside to school, because school is a an interesting place, especially now. Um, I had some students today and one of the youngsters, I think he's only year nine, he's saying, oh, he's going to go and see his girlfriend later. <laughs> and so I thought, OK, right, PSHE, we'll have to <laughs> kind of discuss that kind of thing because they are going to do these things um, especially if they're co-ed so and there's lots of peer pressure as well to do certain things that they don't necessarily have to do at a young age and this can lead to possibly depression isn't it youngsters getting depressed because they've got to keep up with the joneses or whatever what do you what do you say i was gonna i was just gonna touch on that because that this is a very important point because mm. mood can lead to vulnerability mm. especially in young people so if, if your child get depressed depressed and it talks about anxiety as well and they get worried that mm. that they could then become more vulnerable yeah and therefore vulnerability means they could be pushed or led into something that they necessarily don't want to do because mm. they're in a vulnerable place and not just that finding it hard to concentrate in school finding it hard <clears> to do their work and then that leads to behavioural issues as well, um, obviously. And it, this is happening younger and younger as well, listeners. Like, you'll be really surprised. I, I was at a, done a first aid course, I think, last year. And there was one of the youngsters, um, or the lady was saying one of the youngsters, she was only six years old and she was cutting herself. Mm. And this was because she was learning from what her older sibling mm. was doing. So as young as six years old, because if they have older siblings, then obviously it's going to kind of spill over, isn't it, into what they're doing. So keeping these things in mind, um, if they're feeling anxious or clingy or they're getting angry about specific things, again, this is a time that we need to sit down, talk to our youngsters and make sure that they're all right. And in in that, with the depression and anxiety, it can lead on to something else. And what is that, KJB? Well, we know eating disorders, and we know mm. this is this is very real. And simply because, also, it's, it's again, children at a young age 
are very impressionable. Yeah. And we know online, certain online presence actually um, promote fads, diets, the mm. way you look, skinny look. And, you know, again, if, you, if, if, if your child is going through some changes, you know, yeah. this, this could be, this could lead to something like this, like an eating disorder, because it's, as I said, it's, it's coming out. Mm. And they're acting out on 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 their mood, their depression, anxiety, and this is this is something that could develop. That's right. So if you see things like significant change in weight loss, lying about how much they've eaten, going to the bathroom a lot after eating, and spending time worrying about their weight and body shape, that is a cause for concern, beautiful listeners. So if we're seeing any of these things in our our children, in our nieces, our nephews, because we know it's extended family as well. We have nieces, we have nephews. Again, it's taking that time out to really speak to our youngsters and make sure that they're okay. Another one is to seek help for learning and developmental disabilities. Now, I know at young age, it's very Mm. difficult to find out. It's more prevalent in young boys, like things such as autism or Asperger's. These kind of things are a lot more... Uh, boys are found out a lot quicker than girls. I know a friend as well, she's a teacher and she her daughter was diagnosed at 16 as having a learning and develop, developmental disability. This can be things as well like dyslexia, uh, various other things. So learning about these de- developmental disabilities can affect how someone learns and how they see things and how they understand information. And I know this again firsthand because I do work within SEND. And it's not always, you know, people think that, oh, you just sit down in the classroom, teach the child. Not every child learns that way. Not every child learns to sit down and just be told by the teacher. There's holistic ways of teaching mm. as well. So there could be many, many possible causes as to why our youngsters might be or have a learning or developmental disability, but it's nothing to be ashamed of either, is it, KJB? No, and, and I was just, I would just add that, you know, sometimes we don't feel as parents or carers or guardians, we might not have the tools to deal with some of these situations. Mm. There's nothing wrong, just like the child needs help, we might need help. Absolutely. So there's nothing wrong with seeking help or talking to somebody outside for some advice on how to tackle certain situations mm. because you know it's the long-term care of the child we we want to make sure of and again we're talking about health and well-being isn't it absolutely and that's what we want to promote so yeah i'd I you know i'll say think about that as well just as the child needs support and help to deal with whatever situations we've just highlighted some of them so far as parents we might need help to try and tackle some of the subjects that we've discussed. So please. Mm. And I've also posted again into the chat box, beautiful listeners, how, if there's anyone um, with a learning disability or our youngsters may have one, that they should be included on the GP learning disability register. And this should mean that they're offered an annual health check. That's an AHC from the age of 14 years old. So you can ask your GP to arrange... Um, an AHC that's an annual health check and make sure your child is on the register so if you do have a child that does have a learning disability 
put they get their names on the EHC so they can get checked every single year for the year for the things that they need. And we know that it's all about supporting our children, right? And especially supporting our children with long-term conditions. And we spoke about some of the conditions recently, didn't um, KJB as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked about sickle cell, didn't we? Mm. And, and you know, a lot of people have sickle cell crisis, so they can be well for long periods. Yeah. And they suddenly have a crisis, which can affect, again, like we're talking about, can, can affect their health and well-being. Um, so that's something to to think about. Again, we highlighted uh, the sickle cell um, association. There mm. are there are uh, healthcare professionals we can speak to. So again, there there is support out there if if you know someone or someone in your family has has that condition. Absolutely. So you can always call NHS one one one. Oh, again, we've posted in the www.nhsuk forward slash mental health forward slash children and young adults advice for parents into the, our chat box so beautiful listeners do come along and check out i mean we we only have two hours <laughs> to speak about all the topics that we want to speak on and i'm sure that some of these topics we could spend hours on mm, just mm. kind of speaking about but we're just raising awareness again and just showing that obviously our children are so important to us aren't they and we want to support our children's health be it their mental health be it their physical health and well-being so we've put some things into the chat box so do come and join us in there at www.allflavorsradio.com and yeah it'd be wonderful really wonderful to see you all in the chat box and yeah check out the information that is readily available right there for you beautiful listeners so we will see y'all in five online and on your smart speaker playing all the best songs all flavors radio i get a lot of calls from people who don't know why they're ringing me but i don't mind because even if they don't know where they want to get to in their working life it means they're ready to move forward and at the careers advice service we're here to help we ask the questions that will help work out what's right for you and we never laugh at the answers no matter if your dream is to be a pilot zookeeper whatever We'll discuss skills, training, and give you information on courses, grants, even confidence-building tips. So even if you're lost for words, call the Careers Advice Service for free, tailored, and impartial advice on 0800 100 900 between 8am and 10pm, or search online for Careers Advice Service. Our future. It's in our hands. The longest-running live reggae concert series is back. The Giants of Lovers Rock. The Giants of Lovers Rock returns on the 14th of October at Indigo 2 Greenwich SE10-0DX starring Janet Kay, Carol Thompson, Peter Huntingale, Dennis Povell, Lorenzo Hall, Sidonians, Paul Dawkins, Don Campbell, Mike Antony, Paulette Taja, Winsome, 15, 16, 17, Aisha Loren, Arima, Eargasm, Christine Joy White, Alicia Scott, Chardell Roden, Vivian Clark, Cece Foster, Claire Angel, L.A. Gray, and Webster James Linton. Join your hosts, Eddie Nestor and Robbie G for the Giants of Lovers Rock on the 14th of October at Indigo 2. Doors open at 6, showtime 7pm. Standing tickets £25, balcony £50, Kings Row £70 from access.com. That's AXS.com. Info WhatsApp 078 777 
Double Five, The Giants of Lovers Rock, October 14th at Indigo 2. You'd think you'd wake in a house fire. You'd smell the smoke and get out. Think again. Don't drown in toxic smoke. Test your smoke alarm weekly. Fire kills. You can prevent it. The more you listen, the more great music you hear. All Flavors Radio. Shout out to Norbert from Castries. How are you doing? So giving a big shout out to DJ Laro. You can catch Laro every single Tuesday evening from 8 until 10. And thereafter you can catch DJ John Hope, or J Hope should I say, with the R&R show. Give a big shout out to guest 961 Anna Haynes. So give a big shout out. To everyone right there on the TikTok. How are you doing, TikTok? And I must say that DJ Mark Flegine done a great job last night. And hoping that you are well, DJ George Flavors. As well as Corey E8. That was the sounds of love, Monata. And it was a remix featuring DJ Yo and Axel. Right now, the sounds of Junior. And morning will always come. The sun will always shine, guys. And that's something to be happy about.
Morning, a big shout out to Lisa. How you doing, Lisa, out of Guildford? Shout out naturally, Lily, Jayla and Janae and Joanne. Shout out Rachel, John John and Asani. And sending lots of love to you, my nice. We missed you on Sunday. How old are you now, my love? The big three O. Or should I say the big three? <laughs> Shout out Marjak and Anisha. Tai Tai Anisa. So giving a big shout out to DiCarlo. How you doing, D? Shout out Lady Goldie. And Gal Gal. Joy McKay. Hope you are all okay. Giving a big shout out to Cuzzy, Sharona, how you doing, Shah? Tina T too. <laughs> There in the United States of America. And so much going on in the world today, beautiful listeners. But as Juna says, morning will always come. Melodies there. Sounds of Junior. And morning will come. And it's so true, isn't it, um, DJ KJB? Morning that always, morning will come. Morning always comes. 
It does. With the rise it? of the sun. Well, we're coming into winter now, but today it came with the rise of the sun. It's been really beautiful in been the beautiful. UK, so it's wonderful, isn't it? It's wonderful. Hi there, George Flavors. How are you doing? Sending out big, um, lots of love and peace and blessings to you, Sour Malaysia. Hope that you are all well. And you can catch George every single Sunday and Monday right here on All Flavors Radio, www.allflavorsradio.com. So KJB, incoming in, can you remember what our question for the day is? Mm-hmm. It's our question. So would you get rid of your colonial name and return to your original one if you had the choice, if you could? Right, so would you get rid of your colonial name? That is something we are going to be discussing a little bit later in the show. However, let's move on. We know that it is Black History Month. And with Black History Month, we know this year that it's celebrating our sisters, celebrating the women in Black History Month. Did you know, KJB, that Dame Shirley Bassey stabs her mark? That's right. On history, she's stamping her mark on history. Do you know how she's doing that? How is she doing that? How is she getting? How is she managing that? Well, Royal Mail has revealed images of 12 special stamps being issued to celebrate the musical icons 70 years on from the start of her career in 1953. Wow. Isn't that amazing? 1953. Yes. Ooh. Can you believe that? 1953. 2003. It's so interesting, beautiful listeners, because um, TikTok listeners can see this, but um, obviously you if you're online, you can't see. Um, we have a picture behind us. It's by a man, Cecil L. Ross, and he was born in 1871 it's a painting we have an actual painting by him right here on my wall I've had it for a long time and yes he was this picture particularly was painted in 1950 so it's actually 73 years old but going back to um dame Shirley Bassey she started her career in 1953 wow and this is 2023 Yes, that's a, that's a long span, isn't it? It is, isn't it? And she's she is Dame Shirley Bassey, mm-hmm. which means a dame is are they not knighted, but they're given that title, yeah, it's, right? It's similar to a sir, isn't it? Mm, Dames Shirley Bassey. So this tribute is a Royal Mail have pay, they've paid homage to this legendary singer, and the Royal Mail has revealed images of twelve special stamps being issued to celebrate Dame. Shirley Bassey. So this is the first time the Royal Mail has actually dedicated an entire stamp issue to a solo female music artist. Solo artists previously honoured with a dedicated stamp issue are who? David Bowie. Mm. Selton so, so John Rocketman. And Paul McCartney, who also was Wings, isn't it? Paul mm. McCartney with uh, the Beatles, Wings. Then he had a solo career. But it's interesting, they're all male. Paul McCartney was with Wings? Yeah. I thought that Paul McCartney was with the Beatles. Yeah, Beatles, but then he also was with the Wings. Okay. It's another <laughs> I band. I confused there. No, it's another band. Okay, another yeah, band. yeah. Another okay. Band. But he's done also solos and stuff yeah, with like solos, Michael Jackson yeah, yeah. and so forth. But it's right? interesting. It's in, I, I'm just the point for, I was going to make. It's interesting because they're all 
no disrespect to them, they're all great artists in their own right, mm. but they're all Caucasian. Yeah, and males as well. Mm. Mm. So now that we know we're celebrating during Black History Month, the females celebrating our sisters, I think that um, Dame Shirley Bassey has a right to be not renovated, but to be recognised, right? Well, a lot of people might not even know who Dame Shirley, but I think a lot of people will know, but they don't know, I guess, about her musical career. Yeah. Because she's not, she wasn't, I would call a pop star. No. In that sense. Her genre was more cabaret, wasn't it? She was mm. more of a cabaret star. Yeah. And singer, um, uh, performer. And what we're going to do, beautiful listeners, is we're going to listen to one of her most famous tracks hey, right now. Spender. And no, that's not the one. Not the one? Okay. And um, yeah, just see, see if you know what the connection is here, right, beautiful listeners. And um, let's go. We're going to play this one right here for you. Dame Shirley Bassey. Wow. 
I, do you know, I don't think I've ever listened to that song, the whole song in my whole life. And that's the honest truth. She's got but some, I like that. Yeah, she had some pipes on it, didn't she? She, she had some. Played the pipes. She had a, she had a presence, wow. a voice. Wow. wow. She wow. had a voice and that was live. Yeah. That was yeah. live, and she had a she had a orchestra. Orchestra. It sounded absolutely amazing. And it just sounded amazing. I must absolutely say, absolutely amazing that um, we are speaking. That Dame Dame Shirley Bassey has been commemorated with being on the face of a stamp. Um, I mean, that's for the ranks of the Queen, right, or the King. That's on royal mail stamps, and they have. Um, Eight stamps in the main set to capture her spellbinding performance from her illustrious career. Mm. And Dame Shirley Bassey says she's absolutely thrilled and would never have dreamed that one day her face would be on a stamp and that one day a letter might arrive and there she is with a postmark right next to her. That's amazing, isn't it? And it's interesting because I don't know any other female artists mm. of colour that actually sang a theme tune for the Bond films. Tina Turner. Apart from Tina Turner. Um, there was, was American. one more, I think. Tina Turner was American. British. Okay. Because teaching yeah. British, isn't it? British There's black. not much There's not many, British was black it? that comes out from the UK, which is no, quite sad. And that needs to change, really, change, doesn't but, it? But I'm just thinking about um, theme tunes mm. for Bond films. I think she was the only one that was privileged to actually... I was thinking of Adele, because Adele done one, didn't she? But yeah, she's not but, from yeah, the diaspora. Yeah, yeah. There you go. So Dame Shirley Bassey, she was born in 1937 in Tiger Bay, Cardiff. And she toured theatres and revenues until she signed a record deal with Phillips and scored the number one hit, As I Love You, in 1959. Wow. But by the 1960s... She was an international star with numerous hits, albums spanning, contemporary pop, show tunes and soundtracks. And some of her greatest work was with the film composer John Barry creating the James mm. Bond themes. That's Goldfinger, Diamonds oh, Are Forever right. and Moonraker, which became her signature songs. It's quite amazing, isn't it, KJ? Yeah, Bay? I remember, yeah, Diamonds Are Forever. Yeah, and, yeah. And um, that got sampled. Oh, it's probably most it's been of them sampled. Have probably, yeah, most. I know. Diamonds. I think that one got sampled. But yeah. it's interesting. It's interesting, isn't it? Her, she was. So she just wasn't a singer. She was mm. also a, a songwriter as well. I would assume she was a songwriter, uh, and she was from Cardiff. I can't do a Welsh accent, but from them humble beginnings, yeah, to become an international star, and and she didn't. Her her vocals were so versatile that she she didn't just do soundtracks. Mm. She actually did. Pops, pop. She did show theme tunes. She did the contemporary songs for her for that time. Yeah. So you know, so it's an amazing, it's an amazing feat, isn't it? It is. And what we're going to do is we're going to listen again now to one of her, another one of her famous songs. Or it was actually a song that I liked. I don't know if it was a famous one. <laughs> <laughs> I just like this one. So, so we'll go for that one there. And um, again, yeah. From um, Dame Shirley Bassey, who has been commemorated with some royal male images, 12 special stamps that are being issued to celebrate this musical icon. I, you know, I, I'm not being funny. I, I didn't even think she was alive. 
Really, Kate? Perfect. Oh, serious. Well, she is. She's a lot. She was born 1937, so she is knocking on a little bit. I, I thought she was. I thought she was. She's yeah. here. She's here with us, which is wonderful. I'm which is, and it's. Do you know what? It's really nice, is the fact that. It's setting again a standard or mm. a blueprint or something that young black females mm. can go on to get this, not an accolade, wow, but just to, to, I mean, her coming on a stamp. Mm. It's amazing. amazing and, they, I do and, she have, did, and she did Glastonbury as well. She did. Yes, she did do Glastonbury. Can you imagine? Yeah. And uh, she, so I'm just thinking she spanned. 70 years and she she got a whole new following mm. <laughs> and it's, it makes the point that she was um performed her official song in 1999 at the rugby world cup with Bryn mm. Terfel do you know who that is she attended Glastonbury Festival in yeah. Diamante Wellington Boots I would have loved to see those Wellington Diamante Wellington Boots guys and she was awarded a CBE in 1994 and a DBE in 1999 wow. so she's 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 um awarded is it she's got um late awards or what they call it when they put um the, oh the dame they're, they're putting a, a, an award on her by the queen yeah 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 what do they call them you know when they you go in the army and they've you've got all of the different little oh, medals medals she's, she's medals yeah, so th- yeah. there you go, beautiful listeners. And like we said, she said it, it is an absolute honour to be the first so- female solo artist to receive a collection from Rommel. Mm. So the first female artist. Do you think that's because Prince Charles likes her? I just, he was one I, of her favourites, wasn't he? Yeah, she was. Or but she was one of his favourites. I just think that it's, it's fitting because, like I said, she spent 70 years. Mm. How many artists that you know that has been able to... Be, stay relevant for 70 years not many not not many mm. and 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 she's she you know she's done everything from from the rugby world cup she sang at the oscars she's done glastonbury do you know what i'm saying it's not like she's just done one thing yeah she's one pigeonhole you can't pigeonhole her because she's done so much in her career like it says seven decades that's an amazing dame shirley bassey has captivated fans across the globe exactly with her distinctive and powerful voice and we can definitely well you're going to play another track isn't it so we'll be we'll be able to really appreciate her tones again absolutely and we have beautiful listeners posted where you can get that stamp collection at www.allflavorsradio.com so please feel free to come in and join us in the chat room all you have to do is have an email and a logon in which you can an email and a password in which you can get into the chat room and come and chat with us all right so come and join us in the chat room come on www.allflavorsradio.com we'll see y'all in a minute Tell the story of how great love can be The sweet love story that is older than the sea The simple truth about the love he brings to me Where do I start? Like a summer rain That cools the pavement with a pain 
patent leather shine He came into my life and made the living fine And gave a meaning to this empty world of mine He fills my heart He fills my heart be lonely I reach for his hand it's always there how long does it last can love be measured by the hours in a day I have no answers now but this much I can say I'm going to need him till the stars are a lot of calls from people who don't know why they're ringing me but i don't mind because even if they don't know where they want to get to in their working life it means they're ready to move forward and at the careers advice service we're here to help we ask the questions that will help work out what's right for you and we never laugh at the answers no matter if your dreams to be a pilot zookeeper whatever we'll discuss skills training and give you information on courses grants even confidence building tips So even if you're lost for words, call the Careers Advice Service for free, tailored and impartial advice on 0800 100 900 between 8am and 10pm or search online for Careers Advice Service. Our future, it's in our hands. The longest running live reggae concert series is back. The Giants of Lovers Rock. The Giants of Lovers Rock returns on the 14th of October at Indigo 2 Greenwich SE 10 Zero DX starring Janet Kay. Carol Thompson, Peter Huntingale, Dennis Bovell, Lorenzo Hall, Sidonians, Paul Dawkins, Don Campbell, Mike Antony, Paulette Taja, Winsome, 15, 16, 17, Aisha Loren, Arima, Eargasm, 
Christine Joy White, Alicia Scott, Chardell Roden, Vivian Clark, Cece Foster, Claire Angel, L.A. Gray, and Webster James Linton. Join your hosts, Eddie Nestor and Robbie G for the Giants of Lovers Rock on the 14th of October at Indigo 2. Tours open at 6, showtime 7pm, standing tickets £25, balcony £50, Kings Row £70 from access.com. That's AXS.com. Info WhatsApp 078 777 The Giants of Lovers Rock, October 14th at Indigo 2. You'd think you'd wake in a house fire. You'd smell the smoke and get out. Think again. Don't drown in toxic smoke. Test your smoke alarm weekly. Fire kills. You can prevent it. The more you listen, the more great music you hear. All Flavors Radio. And I wish I didn't miss you. One of these days is gonna 
shout out to the chat room crew. How you doing? George Flavors, Sal Malaysia, shout out Norbert Fada Castries, guest 42 out of Maidenhead. Six one out of hand. Yes. Haywood, Tanya, Doreen, missing you guys. Out of sight doesn't mean out of mind. And a big shout out to Natalie. How you doing, Nats? Thinking of you too, Debs. Shouting out Trey and Claudia. And this song too is called Wish I Didn't Miss You. I'm obviously missing someone. To John J. E. kicks off every Sunday. Right here on All Flavors. And don't forget tonight you can catch DJ Laro from 8 until 10. As well as J Hope from 10 until midnight. And again, giving a big, big up, big up to Mark Philogene. Some great stuff last night. And also on a Monday, you can catch George Flavors from 8 until 10. And Corey E8 from 10 until midnight. Not 
forget, every Sunday we have a full, full schedule. Like we said, kicking off with J- John J.E. I can't believe it. Followed by DJ Larry Laro with his Caribbean party. George Flavors with a variety of spice show. Mark Philogene. Billy Ray Valentine, DJ Nigel, and then a field show too, every Saturday, kicking off from 10 o'clock, DJ B-Funk, thereafter, Crooksy 417, or should I say Mark Philogene, Crooksy 417, not forgetting DJ Smooth. Hope you're doing okay, Charlie. And our lovely DJ Ninja Man Lloyd every Thursday. <laughs> Don't forget to just check the schedules, beautiful listeners. For all of the DJs going live. Every single day. Sounds right there of Mesa with Back to Love. And I kind of, do you know what? I'm one of those ones, KJB. I love to just rinse the song out right to the end. Is there is there anything wrong with that, darling? Mom? No, no, no. Because <laughs> no, there's nothing wrong with it. Because I, I remember Mesa. I remember Deep Waters, mm. which was like a more jazzy, jazzy, incognito, yeah, jazzy yeah. soul tune. So she's still sounding great. Awesome, absolutely she's still amazing. Great. Absolutely amazing. And yes, we will be moving into our question very soon, beautiful listeners. And what is our question tonight kjb okay would you get rid of your colonial name and if you had the choice return to your original one Mm, so would you get what what would you say in that regard think about it right now Mm because i'm just going to quickly go (laughs) to some um uh opportunities okay and this one opportunity is, corner yeah opportunity caller whatsapp corner there yeah. and it's free volleyball and netball sessions in tottenham that's really nice because we like to play volleyball don't we kjb i used to love it i don't know if my knees could deal with it now but i would still uh, like to play a little bit it could your knees could deal with it now um there's not too much well there, there is some <laughs> jumping in it and stuff but then no, you know me once i get into i want to dive jump once you're into it you want to get into it it's amazing it. isn't it it's an amazing game i so love volleyball the program kicked off it kicked off last week actually and go london have some fantastic local coaches it's mainly targeted at 14 to 24 year olds with the aim of helping them to keep safe and build their employability skills and with support to gain coaching qualifications for free we like that word don't we f-r-e-e some things we should pay for, but at fourteen to twenty-four, if you can go and play volleyball and get and get a coaching certificate co- at the same time, yeah, and also first aid, brilliant training. You get DP a DBS process support too. That's a winner, isn't it, beautiful listeners? Okay, so joining this session, it is in Tottenham. So if you are local to Tottenham, then that's amazing. 
And their goal, this um, Go London, their goal is to create a pipeline of young sports leaders in the neighbourhood so that when they're scaling up to deliver more sessions, they'll be ready to benefit directly from further opportunities to get on. How amazing is that, KJB? amazing. And, you know, it's 14 to 24, so I just... I'm just past the cutoff age. Oh, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I might just be able to get in there. <laughs> I might just. So this that is free volleyball and netball sessions. I have posted something in the chat box, beautiful listeners. So if you want to find out more, please come and join us in the chat room at www.allflavorsradio.com for this information because it's all there. Everything that we've spoken about tonight. Um, is there for you to tap into. So we've spoken on NHS about Mm -hmm. keeping our children safe, Mm -hmm. as well as Shirley Bassey stamps. You can get those there. And this um, information regarding this free volleyball, the numbers and everything. Okay. Opportunity. Absolutely. Absolutely free. And there was something else that I put in here, but I can't seem to see it. It was regarding if women are walking at home, on their own in the evening. Walking there's a, home? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Late, um, that there's a number. If they don't feel safe, they can call a number. But it seems to have um, gone ash- awry. Oh, so cool. I will definitely be finding that number and putting and it in it, yeah. Um, yeah, later. Because it is going to get darker again soon. Yeah, well, <clears throat> it's dark now, isn't mm. it? And it's just 7.30. So, yeah, yeah, it's 7.15. So, yeah, so. so, so it's, I do agree with that. If there is a... There's an opportunity for women to contact a number mm. to allow them to get home safely. Yes. I think it's only a good thing. It's only a good thing. Because we know, well, given the situation recently, here we go, I've got it here, um, of, you know, it's just feeling safe, isn't it? When it gets dark, you don't feel as safe as. And well, it depends, like, like the encouragement they always give you advice mm. um, on what to do if you are walking home alone um, and sometimes it's difficult because where you're going sometimes unfortunately things unforeseen things can happen with lighting and and different things mm. regarding but you know if you know there's a contact number and you start feeling a bit unsafe you know, unsafe not that you want to get your phone out no, no well you, 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 that's the whole point of having a phone yeah is, is those kind of situations where you need your phone so it's not as not as you know <clears throat> obviously you want to do it in the safest way possible but you know you want to yeah you should feel safe you should have to second guess whether you can walk home or not from work and the you lovely just, thing it's not nice the lovely thing about this one is it's a free free number as well so if you really don't feel safe then you can call it to feel safe do you know and when you call it what happens sorry i'm just i know you might not know so it's, it's a just... it's a uk wide phone line if you're walking alone they've got volunteers it's like a friendly voice just to keep your company and help you feel safe until you're where you have to be oh so like a befriend not a befriending service but just like a, a safe voice on the other end of the line yeah safe voice okay. on the other cent- end of the line <clears throat> so that's wonderful okay and yeah, it's um, HTTPS strutsafe.org. Mm. Beautiful listeners. So, is that for men and women or just women? Um, I'm just I'm just putting it out there. 
well, it's a UK worldwide phone line, so it, it's mm. pink, which gives the, the thought that it <laughs> might be for women, okay? Okay. But it says, um, it says from Claire English, actually, she says, put this number in your phones, ladies, and get home safely. Okay. And their, their opening hours are actually from 7 till 3 a.m. on a Saturday, Friday to Saturday, and Sunday, 7 till 1. Oh, that's beautiful. So those yeah. are, normally clubs go out, turn out at 2, isn't it? Mm. So those are the bewitching hours, isn't it? Is when opportunities for you to not be safe are. The thing you is, know? it's uh, you can't even be safe getting in a cab sometimes, and that's for another time as well. Beautiful you know, listeners, oh, like that's, yeah, that's, you know, that's the things that's that the going license, on. It's all to do with licensing and legislations and politics. Well, it's just to do with cab drivers and yeah, but they, you know. they, that's what I'm saying. It's legislation and pol- pol- policies, really. Mm. But that is for another day. We will definitely get onto speaking <clears throat> about that at another time. But KJB, would you get rid of your colonial name? And what is a colonial name? Well, <laughs> I don't that. know. I'm 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 going on the premise that it's your government name, i.e. Right. The, the, the name on your birth certificate, mm. um, which might not be a name that is inherited. It's just a name that you're given, mm. um, and that's a, that's what a lot of people go by is the name that's on the birth certificate, isn't it? Mm. But we know more and more people are are changing their names to names that are synonymous with. Um, their culture or or heritage that they've come from. That's right. So one lady said changing her name, her slave name, she called it, allowed her to find herself. And <clears throat> people who have taken on African names talk about the <clears throat> mental emancipation that it brings. So taking on an African name brings mental emancipation. Now I must mm. say, uh, maybe I'll give you <clears throat> my backstory. So my name, I guess my government name is Natasha um, Oakley, that's what I was born as, and mm. um, then thus obviously married Natasha John Baptiste. However, when I travelled in 2009, people used to call me Song Stress, yeah? So I took the stress out of the song. So travelling to Kenya, for instance, and I saw that song meant Wimbo, and I adopted that name. So my friends, up until from 2009, my friends call me Wimbo, okay? Mm. I am Wimbo 77, and that stuck with me. And that is it. I like to be called Wimbo. Natasha, there's so many Natashas, aren't there? There's so many Natashas in the world. Yet Wimbo is quite unique to me. Well, Wimbo is... is it means song, by the way, in Swahili, beautiful but, listeners. But, but the thing is, that's that describes you very well, isn't mm. it? I think Wimbo, mm. adopting that name, it just, it just describes you very well. So it... it it's makes you. Sense. Yeah, it makes sense. It's you. Yeah. Um, I think, I think Kenny means something, but I can't remember what. I'm not sure. I'm not beautiful? sure. Beautiful? Is it beautiful? No, no, like no, 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 no. It, it's, 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 it's pronounced differently in, in the dialect. But in, what, what in, is the... in, in Gambia and Kenya. It's, it, it Kenny mean, in, yeah, in, in Africa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, yeah. You sure it's from Africa though, Kenny? I'm not sure. Mm. we'll have a look at that we'll look into it but it it's um yeah we're talking about colonial names so yeah, maybe names, names, mr yeah. smith for instance if mm. uh, like john baptiste 
When you think of John Baptiste. Ah, see, that's French. Yeah, that's a French. So, you know, it's from a French colony. It's French. You were named yeah. in that way. So, when millions yeah. of black diaspora were forced to start new life from the shores of Africa and under the hands of slave owners, it left behind a diaspora of people. Centuries later, that's down to this mm, day, mm. look later, that are still in search of their heritage and names. This is the point. Well, I think a lot of people are starting to become they say woke <laughs> i don't know mm, i don't know i don't know about, don't know about i don't know about that word woke mm. i think i think a lot of people are be, becoming more um open mm. to heritage and what heritage means to them as individuals um and um i think the next step is the, the name yeah i think one kind of preempts the other i think once you understand your heritage or where you come from then you start thinking about how you want, how whatever changes you can make yeah. to embrace that heritage, isn't it? I knew Kenny means handsome. I knew that it meant something like that. Oh, I say. <laughs> and it's Scottish. Okay, oh, Scottish, I'm Scottish. St- there you go. See? Okay, but I must say that we have, I have Scottish. My great grandmother was Scottish. Yeah, my great grandmother was Scottish. Who knows? Who knows what I've got? So in the Caribbean, we know that enslaved black people worked across plantations in British colonies and they built homes of the slave owners on their grounds. And many of them would have to live or die upon those grounds. So because they were separated from their families and divided by the colour of their skin Mm. and so on and so forth and were given slave names, like we said that. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Mm. So it's a remnant of the past, but not a remnant of the past when we were free, but a remnant of the past when we were in bondage. Mm-hmm. And I think this is why, um, Shaz, if you are listening, please let us know the reason why you wanted this question answered, because it is the point about getting rid of colonial names and returning to our original one. Now, there are, it's so intriguing because there are two sides of this coin, KJB. Mm-hmm. One side of the coin is that many or a lot of um, Africans that left, say, Africa, or when they were coming out of, when they bought their freedom, in order for them to kind of not be penalised, they adopted colonial names this is something that i didn't know that they adopted it, colonial well, names if you think about it when you think about where they came from they yeah. had, they they were coming out with nothing mm. remember the, the the colonialism and 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 the emancipation of us yeah black people should i say not me in particular but you know it meant that when slavery ended mm. it was those who were over the slaves that got re- 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 reparations. They got paid for each slave. They get mm. they got paid for this, paid for that. So we just came out with, or they came out with just their freedom. Mm. So they had to make a choice. They could, I guess, adopt their own names. But if you're going for a job or want to get work or you, or you want to try and build your life again, how, I guess, how difficult that may have been but still under that to- regime... But at the time. it still works against, um, particularly <clears throat> black men now, um, going in with um, 
um, Justin Brown. Let's just use that for instance. Justin Brown. When you write that on a an application form, immediately they know, well, Justin Brown is not... It is, it is not a name that is like a John Smith, for instance, yeah? It, I, I, mm, I agree and I don't agree, simply because I've had experience of that. Mm. I, I went for jobs and obviously application form, you put your name. Yeah. And I've put my full name. And I've got interviews based on my name. Mm. When they saw the colour of my skin, that was different. Right. <laughs> So sometimes the name does allow you a opportunity, yeah. not the opportunity, just a opportunity. But unfortunately, also what can happen once they see your name, yeah, that's fine. But once they see your face, then it becomes Something a challenge. Different. Yeah. A different challenge. Well, what about... Uh, uh, Going into the question again, would you get rid of your colonial name and return to your original one if you could? A lot of people like this lady here, her name is Jendai Sowa, and she, so it's, so it's Alison, it's Alison, the lady's name is Alison, and she told the voice that her, her name was, Ali, was Alison, but she, she herself didn't decide to change her name but was instead, she says she called on the ancestors and they guided her. Yeah. And then she had a journey. She made a journey um, to acknowledge who she was herself, who she was. And she reached double figures in age. And it was part of the process of her awareness. So she knew it was Alison, but she was, there was a journey to her discovering who she was mm. and adopting, you know, coming away from her uh, original name, mm -hmm. yeah, and then moving into finding what her, who she was as a person, because I guess that too, when we think about when they named children back in the day, you know, when we watch Roots, not saying <laughs> that's anything, and he said, I name you Kizzy, and he put her up to the sky and to the moon and all this stuff, that she had a name... And then when that Toby, what was his name? It was Kunta Kinte, right? Mm, yeah. But they beat it out of him and named Kunta him something else. Toby. Right, right. Okay, What's Toby. Toby. Right. And because he, they beat him into such submission that he took that name on, but he knew that wasn't who he was. Mm, mm. So when I named my children, I named them according to what I thought they were. So John, John Ash Ethan, a Levitical musician. That's what, his name has a meaning, mm. but but when I think Natasha, what does that mean? I think I don't, don't even know. Not really yeah. looked into it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You didn't answer. Okay, <clears throat> that's fair enough. But mm. it's still that's not the colonial part of mm. it. Mm. It's the surname mm. that's the colonial mm. part of it. Mm. Mm. And how do we get to getting back to if we want to <laughs> our ancestral names? I, I think I think just like. The example you used, I think it's an individual journey. Mm. I think you need to look at yourself and explore yeah. um, the aspect if you want to. I think a lot of us never really think about if we had a colonial 
name which we have and then if someone says okay this this was your name back then mm. would we embrace it i think a lot of us would but it's getting from a to b isn't it it's getting from understanding our colonial background which we do mm. or do we no i'm saying i'm saying like we we talk about it a lot mm. about the past the past helps us to understand what generations have gone through and it helps us to understand how we can best move forward in 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 some ways and and i think we need to go on a journey if that's something we want to do because Mm. we have to then understand where our name lies what are your thoughts out there beautiful listeners would you change your name just um, to be more in touch with yourself, would you go on a journey to find your name? Um, would you want to to just remain the same? And is it easier to remain the same? Because then there's not so much that goes with it. Because if we wanted to change our name, you'd have to go through a deed poll, all that oh, kind of stuff. It's a, it's a journey. So what would you say? We are going to come to your views viewpoints after this short musical interval beautiful listeners because it's so important to see what you think when it comes to this and we have had a lot a lot of feedback and a lot of answers to this um, question about our colonial names so beautiful listeners do stick with us and we'll see y'all in five
sounds of Rashan Patterson there. Treat you like a queen. And there was a reason why I kind of played that song. And it's just due to the reasons that we were once kings and we were once queens when we were maybe taken from wherever we were taken from. A lot of us, like I said, were already in the United States, possibly. And even here, there was a lot of the diaspora in the UK. And this is something that a lot of people are maybe unaware of. I'm not too sure. What do you think? What do you Were you aware of that, beautiful listeners? And we're talking about our colonial names and names that we were given because don't forget, even back in the day at those times, I know we're celebrating our sisters and we celebrate a sister earlier, but this was a question that I was asked to speak on. And that one was about colonial names. It's quite interesting because um, John, how are you doing, John Newman? He makes the point that it's not applicable to him because he was born here in this country. And unfortunately, a lot of, a lot of us... Our parents came, maybe Windrush. Some people were here before that time. But it's really going back to the time of who are we? We know who we are, but who are our ancestors? I'd love to know who my ancestors were and what their names were. What about you, KJB? Like, like, like we discussed earlier, like that, the, I can only use the example of the woman, mm-hmm. Alison. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> She went on a, it's that journey, isn't it? It's that journey of discovery. Mm. It's just how, how we feel about wanting to take that journey. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Some people like that, that um, highlighted the, the, the answer you got just now from Mr. Newman. Yeah. He said like, you know, I'm fine, basically. Yeah. Um, it doesn't, which is, which is good because it is a choice. It is a choice. Um, because there are generations that are removed mm. um that we're that that we're talking about we're not talking about like first generation second generation from this country um like you ourselves and my my mum my dad mm. my grandmother um my granddad from the caribbean upwards yeah coming towards us we're we're going we're talking about a lot further back and some people may not want to go that far back. Do you know what I mean? I'm not saying that they we can't, but some people might not need to go back because they might be happy with the lineage that they understand and know now. Mm, but th- do they even know the lineage? And it's not even that, but it's the name. And what we're going to do, beautiful listeners, we are going to go and see some of your comments, really, because um, that's really, that is important, seeing how you feel about your names Mm. and whether you change them or or not so we're going to go from to go to all comments and just see so steve boema he says i count myself fortunate not having a colonial name and Mm. you can can quite clearly clearly see that stephen boema would be Mm. Mm. an african name yeah okay i appreciate that and Aishel says, they asked me if I had one, and obviously I mm. said yes and said the journey. Um, only one braces says, he's good. 
he's good. And then Shaquille makes the point, why don't you want to visit the proud heritage of your ancestors? This is what I'm trying to say. It's, it's, you're going to get such a mixed bag, but carry on, carry on. And um, well, only one Bracey says that it's simple. They're dead. They can't do nothing for me. See, it's, you know what I mean? Yeah. So do you see what I'm trying to say? It's a mixed say? bag, isn't it? It's a mixed bag. And this is what I'm trying to say. Some people yeah. are happy with the name they have mm. because it's the, they under, they can go back to a certain point in their lineage mm. where that name sh- strikes something for them. So they're happy to stay there. Do you know what I mean? It's, yeah. just, it's stick or twist, isn't it? It's quite interesting <clears throat> that you say that, though, because um, Tom, Thomas Brennan, who quite clearly he, mm. he's a Brennan, says it's sad that question had to be asked. Why? Beca- because it shows... I understand where he's coming from. It's sad that that question has to be asked because we should all know where we come from, Ken. But we should all know mm, who we are. Yeah. So that loss of that, maybe the 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 name and and take being taken from wherever we were, or mm. that there's a whole history that is lost and buried, and unless we go and we search for it, we will never know. But but that's the point. It's the point of being motivated yeah to do that but when you when you when you can go back two three four generations Mm. um some people are happy with that because they see some of what that they see they see some of what that name means yeah through the generations that they they're able to track back we're talking about you know, two, three hundred years, maybe, maybe a bit more. You know, I might, I don't want to, you know, over exaggerate. Mm. But you know, we're talking. That's a long time to go back and dig, and you got to be prepared to take that journey. Do you remember um, that we've seen a couple? So I think Pharrell was one that he found out about his ancestors. Yes, and then there was um, John Baptist. So I think he was one, and he found yeah. out about his ancestors. Mm. And they were able to trace back because I think within the States you can actually go and you, there's, um, I think there's place here as well. We have spoken about it on the show. We can go and find out. You need archives, isn't it? Right. Yeah, there's yeah. archives so that you can yeah, go and, and dig and find out. But our archives will probably just stem more from the Windrush generation, mm, mm. although they destroyed <clears> a lot of those, uh, those papers mm. to find out actually where one is coming mm. from it's and the thing is the difference is in america they actually have some of those ledgers mm. Mm. now the ledgers in america were where they put the slave's name where they bought the slave how much the slave is and every slave was documented in there i.e either to keep on the plantation or wherever they were or they would use the ledger to sell on and put it in mm. there do you know the sad thing about that, though? <clears throat> mm-hmm. In that ledger, they still would not have had their names. Some, no, no. They, some of them, in the, that's how Pharrell. Mm. I think that they, are, they, they still keep the names in there. Maybe not... The name that they, not they, that they had, they had the but, the, but the name that, that the slave... Mo- yeah, right. which is, yeah, but it still gives them the opportunity to at least trace back. Yeah. What are your thoughts, beautiful that listeners? Line. We have come so close to the end of the show and we are talking about... Would you change your colonial name if you could? And we've been looking at this lady, Alison's 
journey of changing her name. Now, mm. she didn't go and find her ancestors. <laughs> what she did is she travelled to Zimbabwe and she found um, a name. She came back and she changed her name by a deed. Poet cost her about £40 to do so. So maybe we, it's not a fact of going and searching for our ancestors, but really being named something, someone else. I, mm, I, I, okay. I, go on. No. No, what are you no, going to say? I was, I, was, I, was, I, was, I was about to say that, that that's good. Mm. Um, but is that really finding who you are? To just taking a name? But we're talking about colonial names. Yeah, to some extent. We're digging saying. a bit deep and saying about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm got, yeah and, I, and, and I think. So it's, it's down to an opinion, yeah, basically. We're, we're just giving our, our... My opinion is that, personally, if I if I was going to do that, if you ask, if that question is posed to me, mm. I would have to go and dig deep about where I came from. I can start from Dominica, obviously. Mm. That's my, that would be my start point. But that's looking for your ancestors, not yeah. changing your colonial name, no, right? No, but, but in finding my ancestors... I will no doubt find something or a name mm. that's synonymous with who you are, who I am. Because that's, that's how I would see it. Leslie Cook says, yes, in a heartbeat right now, I am X. But that's what the, that's what slaves used to sign because we weren't allowed to read or write. They'd yeah. sign X. Or they'd be branded with an spot, X. Or they'd be branded, right. So, but again, Leslie said he would. As well as Marnie Morris, he said, I wasn't about to wait for colonialist re i renamed myself mm. so he rena- so a lot of us like myself wimbo i've renamed mm. myself mm. Mm. and have taken on that that name or marley morris he's taken on that mm. name yeah aaron lens kig says maybe not the name but please if i could be introduced to the descendants of my relatives who weren't captured and learn from them yeah. So it's again it's, going back to finding your ancestry, and, and and I think that's the most important. So I understand Addison's point of view about going to Zimbabwe, mm. feeling the spirit, feeling the environment, and then wanting to do something about it. And then, mm. thankfully, she was she found a name that she felt was given to her by her spirits or her spirit guides or yeah. however she put it. I I would go slightly a different way. And like it's been brought out in some of the comments, it's about I mean, your. It cost her forty quid to do that. Yeah, right? I know, but it's <laughs> to change yeah, your yeah, deep. I know, oh, you know. But, but this this digging about mm. going back might cost you a lot more because it means you having to take up a, a journey, but doing more digging re- within uh, that journey. Always. And Colin Colin Ran- Rankine says that he's a politician from the Yeshua Party, mm. and the Yeshua political party. And he says, yes, definitely. The British Museum has the all of the information, but is refusing to release the detailed do- records of where and who by names was enslaved mm-hmm. and who profited probably because of revenge attacks or just plain shame. Mm-hmm. So the British Museum, that's a, yeah. and there are places because we know the archives and maybe that's what they're doing. They're slowly releasing the archives. But... Mm-hmm. Um, but sadly because they destroyed papers from the Windrush sadly they destroyed this and destroyed that mm. are the links going to be broken because the information like you rightfully said is there no the information's out there yeah it, it's, it's just about whether how strongly you feel about wanting to make again I call it a journey because mm. it is a journey 
that Beckford, that uh, there was a young man, I can't remember his first name, but Beckford, he went back and mm. to Jamaica and found yes. those mm. things. Mm. And Sharona, mm. Sh- Shaz, you're the one that posted this question and you have asked me that. She says, hey, Kaz, since I've been aware, I've asked the same question. Why do we want to bear the surnames knowing where they come from and what they did? No one wants to bask in the past, but we're carrying these names into the future. How do we right the wrongs? I really don't know. Mm-hmm. And this is it. I think it, it it is an individual journey. We've all got to go in that individual mm-hmm. journey, mm-hmm. get the links and find out if we want. I personally didn't go down the ancestral route. It's, it's just like mm-hmm. a spiritual thing come mm-hmm. to me. Oh, Wimbo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And that's how my name was born. It's a, mm-hmm. it's a beautiful story. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it, it might go a lot deeper about ancestral thinking, going down the ancestry route and trying mm. to find where we come from. Yeah, because you can go to your local, if you go to your, your native country, you can mm. go to the local parish. They might have documents in your local parish. They'll be able to furnish you with things that you wouldn't even have dreamt yeah. that you would find out. I think, I th- but I, like, I totally agree with you. It's all down to us mm. as individuals. To, to make that journey, to make that journey. And I don't know, listeners, how did you feel about that conversation this evening? Uh, it, it, I think it's a lot more than a name as well. But we are who we are. And if we don't know where we're coming from, like Bob Molly says, if you don't know who we are, how do we know where we're going or, or where we're coming from? Or, you know, that was the point. So... Do we know who we are and do, does it matter like um, only one Bracey says it doesn't matter our ancestors are gone and we just move on from there so do we do our names now mean something that we can leave leave a legacy there's lots of um, you know one of those Venn diagrams where there's lots of or was it a spider diagram there's yeah, lots of yeah, shoots yeah, coming shoots, from it yeah you got the one the main the main topic in the middle yeah and then you got all the other ones that spring from it springing from it yeah all right so beautiful listeners it is that time and what is the date today today's the 10th the 10th 10th. of october it's the 10th of october and wow it is just it's it's mad i'm just going to read these last two um posts here or comments um on that whole question about african heritage and one of them is it is time for african heritage people to ditch their Caucasian European heritage names and it's time for Her Majesty's African heritage subjects to protest uh, to protest against the BBC for routinely referring to Her Majesty's African heritage subjects as black. The BBC never refers to South Asians as brown and this this disparity that only African heritage people are universally referred to by the black colour of our African skin must no longer be silently tolerated. That's a whole other wow, subject, <laughs> isn't it? That's a whole that's, other show. That's a whole, 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 whole different mm. direction. And then um, whole different direction. Adito Idoa says, I'm always amused by many, those in the diaspora who profess to be Africans, find it difficult to put their money where their mouth is and change their name but many would use an Islamic name. What are they afraid of? Maybe other readers can help. 
me there. Mm-hmm. So are we afraid of anything? That's, I mean, that, that's a very interesting comment. Yeah, yeah. So Arabic names. So it's really finding the the definition and the meaning, and then going a bit more. That's why the characters in my books are the characters that I write about in my books. Beautiful listeners, like we got Asani, we have Mazer and Mastura, we have Abeo. And all their names mean something. Mosey, Mosey, I can't remember offhand what their names mean, but they're Swahili, a lot of them are names are Swahili mm. or mm. African names. And they have such deep meanings. And I think that the name is very important. But you are handsome, KJB. Kenny, yeah. Kenny, you're rightfully named. Okay? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we're talking about the surname. Yeah, you're making me blush, madame. Right. You're making me blush. <laughs> So beautiful listeners, we have come to the, almost to the end of the show. And we do hope that you have um, enjoyed the time spending it with us. We've enjoyed the time spending it with you. And you know that you are so important. So we love to hear your comments. We love to hear from you and how you feel. So please, the, the, the floor is always open for us to for us to hear from you. Don't forget that we do have... Live DJs going um, live every single day. So please do check out the schedules and see who's on. So following us tonight is DJ Laro from 8 till 10 with the Vibe Show and Jay Hope with the R&R Show. So KJB, mm-hmm. in closing, what is our thought for the, for the day? Okay, I'm going to go with this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, w. Clement Stone. He said... Aim for the moon. If you miss, you may hit a star. Right, so aim for the moon, which is a nice big lunar object in the sky, right? But if we miss, then we might hit the stars. That's beautiful, isn't it? I I know, um, oh, what's the guy, the big guy that says that? He's another uh, motivational speaker. Les Brown. Les Brown. He always says that. Aim for the moon. And if we don't hit beautiful listeners, you may hit a star. That's just as good. It's just as good, isn't it? A star is just as beautiful as the moon. The thing is, you've got to aim for something. That's the point. And the moon is the biggest <laughs> thing in the sky. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but if you miss it, you might you might get something Understand. else. Exactly. Right? So aim for the biggest... The, the Aim for the biggest thing. Yeah, but if not, you're going you to catch something just as beautiful. Yeah, and that's the point. So it's just, uh, you know, when people say, oh, how do you do such and such? How do you do? Just start. Just have the idea and try and implement it. Just try and break through and say, do you know what? I'm going mm. to mm. write all this down. And don't just write it down and have it in a book. You know, implement it mm. make the make the the inroads or make the the needed steps to make it happen mm. so if you're not the the you got those big goals we have all those really big goals but it's the small steps as well it's the little things that lead mm. up to those big goals mm. so the, the the moon is huge right Do, well when you think of the moon compared to a star right but a star is just as powerful and, can, mm. and it's just as beautiful, but it's smaller, but it, but it's just as important. It's That's just as right. important. So those small little steps or hitting that star, you might just hit the next star, as, as hit the, the next mood. star and then hit the moon. Guaranteed. Yeah? Guaranteed. Go for it. But yeah, you've got to make the step. 
you've got to make the steps beautiful listeners and that's what it what it is in a nutshell so thank you so much for your company beautiful mm-hmm. listeners we really do appreciate you very very much and like we say um laro's following us and dj hope will be from laro from eight till ten j hope from ten until midnight so in all being said we've spoken about a lot this evening do check out the chat room at www.allflavorsradio.com for the information that we've posted there lots of great things and beautiful listeners i guess all we have left to say is good night and we'll see y'all on the other side take care Some more.